Sometimes, all it takes is one person to have the courage to take a stand against the insanity for other people in the future to follow their lead. For months last year, from late 2021 going into the spring of 2022, I kept calling for female swimmers competing in the Ivy Leagues to take a stand against the NCAA. The NCAA, they were allowing a young man by the name of Will Thomas to compete in women's swimming. The NCAA kept pretending Will was a young woman named Leah Thomas. They thought if they gave him a female name, it would automatically make him a woman. It's similar to Shannon Sharp calling himself Shay Shay. As if Shannon wasn't feminine enough, he thought if he called himself Shay Shay, his milkshake would bring all the boys to the yard. Just because you change your name or your hairstyle, just because you wake up one morning and put on a thong instead of a jockstrap, it does not turn you from a man into a woman. With Leah Thomas, we were one of very, very few channels that was on this story from the very beginning. I believe the first video we did on Leah Thomas was in November 2021, two or three months before she started receiving attention from the mainstream media. I can remember being extremely aggravated at times because the real women that she was competing against, they refused to speak out and defend themselves. Women like Brooke Ford refused to speak out because she supported Will's journey from dong to thong. But for the vast majority of these young women, the reason they chose to remain silent was out of fear. We didn't start seeing them voice their concerns publicly until after Leah Thomas had already won multiple championships. It was a case of too little too late. But even though it was too late, it was better late than never. Young women like Riley Gaines going on Fox News and speaking against men competing in women's sports likely gave other women the courage to do the same. We are now seeing a woman voice her concerns publicly before the competition takes place. She's not waiting until after the swinging dick steals her championship. She's letting them know up front, I'm not down with pounding the brown. How many of you guys have heard of Bethany Hamilton? Before this morning, I had never heard of her either. Matter of fact, before this morning, I didn't know there was a professional surfing league. I thought surfing was a hobby specific to woke welfare recipients living in California. They sleep in their tents near the Santa Monica Pier, wake up in the morning hitting their bong, grab their emotional support surfboard, and hit the beach. That's what I thought surfing was. I didn't know people actually got paid to go surfing. In the surfing world, I would assume Bethany Hamilton is considered a legend. Not because of her multiple first place finishes, but because of the adversity that she had to overcome. Back in 2003, at the age of 13, Bethany Hamilton had her arm bitten off by a shark while surfing in Hawaii. She's lucky to be alive. She lost 60% of the blood in her body. Now, if this same thing happened to a shit fuck, how do you think they'd respond? They would take an arm-sized bite of the government cheese. They'd set themselves up on woke welfare for the rest of their lives. They'd use their disability as an excuse to park in the handicapped parking spot. Bethany Hamilton responded by getting back on her surfboard four weeks later. 
Doctors had barely stitched her arm and she was already back to surfing. Hell, it takes Nancy Pelosi six months to recover from plastic surgery. Bethany Hamilton was back to work in 30 days. She won the Courage Award at the 2004 ESPYs. Now, this was back when ESPN actually recognized people with real courage. This was before the days of recognizing the bravery of Bruce Jenner for having the courage to go down to the DMV, change his name to Katie. Now, the season. The season for the World Surf League runs from February to mid-September. I was surprised to find out this is actually going to be the 46th season of professional surfing. But there's going to be a couple of differences this season compared to the past 45 years. One, for the first time in 15 years, Bethany Hamilton is refusing to compete. Why? <laughs> because the World Surf League made an exciting announcement on Friday. Oh, this announcement is guaranteed to bring the crowds to their events. Tickets to beaches around the world are already sold out. Millions of people have been demanding the infusion of equity into professional surfing. And what better way to make your sport more equitable than by allowing men to compete against women? Well, KC, this simply isn't true. The World Surf League isn't allowing men to compete against women. That is barbaric. What is wrong with you? They're allowing transgender women to compete against biological women. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is the difference? The World Surf League announced on Friday that beginning this season, bearded beauties will be allowed to compete with whatever gender they choose to identify with. If bearded Brad fails to qualify against the men, that's okay. No big deal. All he has to do is wake up the next morning claiming his real name is Beth, and he automatically qualifies to compete against women. They won't even force him to shave his beard. Now, Going into this, my one question was, why did the World Surf League decide to implement these changes? I wish I could tell you, but I have no idea. I spent a while this afternoon trying to find the dude who was pressuring the WSL to allow him to compete against women. I couldn't find him. I tried to find instances where the mainstream media was putting pressure on the league to be more inclusive. Couldn't find that either. If I had to guess, 99% of people had never heard of the World Surf League until this announcement was made last Friday, which I think is exactly why they made this announcement to begin with. Now, this is just speculation on my part, but to me, this seems like a desperate ploy for attention. Why else would they charge or change the rules and announce this publicly? Why else would they do that? The World Surf League is defending their decision by claiming, we are just adopting the same rules as the Olympics. We're trying to make the sport more inclusive, more equitable. We are doing this in the interest of fairness. Fairness? Fairness? Someone please explain to me the fairness in allowing men to compete against women in a sporting event. And if you're running a professional sports league, why in the fuck would you be emulating the Olympics? The Olympics would be the last place I'm looking for guidance on how to run my league. The IOC, they can't even define a woman. According to the IOC, Laurel Hubbard is a woman. Look at this beauty right here. I haven't seen beauty like this since the last time I watched The View. 
After receiving the news that the World Surf League could no longer define a woman, Bethany Hamilton posted a video to social media explaining why she will no longer be competing in these events. Watch it for yourself. And I feel that I must speak up and stand up for those in position that may feel that they cannot say something about this. I think many of the girls currently on tour are not in support with this new rule and they fear being ostracized if they speak up. So here I go. Questions I have that I wanna consider with you. How is this rule playing out in other sports like swimming, running, MMA? Have any of the current surfers in the World Surf League been asked what their thoughts opinion, and opinions are on this new rule before it was passed or announced? Should there be a conversation with the 17 women and all of the men on tour prior to a rule change such as this? Is a hormone level an honest and accurate depiction that someone indeed is a male or female? Good for her. Good for her. Not only does this take a lot of courage, but this also takes a lot of sacrifice from Bethany Hamilton. This would not be like LeBron James losing a year's worth of salary in the NBA because he was taking a stand on some social or political issue. LeBron James is a billionaire. The only thing he would be sacrificing is time late in his career. Bethany Hamilton is making an actual sacrifice. I looked up the average earnings for competitors in the World Surf League. The average surfer makes less than $100,000 a year. Now, to be fair, Bethany Hamilton has a sizable following on social media. I'm sure she has other sources of income, but all of that derived from surfing. According to several sources, her net worth is between $1 and $2 million, so it's not like Bethany Hamilton is some uber-wealthy athlete. As of the time of this recording, I haven't seen too much resistance from the shit fucks in regards to Bethany Hamilton. But if I had to guess, it's coming. I'm sure the prepubescent boy Megan Rapino will offer her insight once she's finished hatching eggs with a Sue Bird. I'm sure Bethany Hamilton will be accused of being transphobic. This woman is afraid of trans-dan, transphobic, homophobic. She's a beneficiary of white privilege. This has nothing to do with the thousands of phobias the shitfucks have created. It has everything to do with right and wrong. I don't think most people have an issue with transgender athletes. A couple of months ago, the NHL, they sponsored a tournament that featured nothing but transgender hockey players. Many in conservative media took issue with it, but I didn't see the problem with it. Because everyone knew what they were getting into. It was Dan versus Fran. If you want to create a division specific to people that are transgender, fine. If someone wanted to create the, the, the TBA, Transgender Basketball Association, fine. The problem comes in when you allow men to invade women's sports. How would the dump divers in the WNBA feel if this expansion team they keep talking about was filled with NBA players? Take all 10 NBA All-Star starters, put them on one WNBA team. How would the dump divers feel about it? They would revolt. What makes this worse for the World Surf League? There doesn't seem to be any demand for this change. I mean, like I said, I could not find one transgender surfer pushing the league to compete against women. 
This change seemingly came from nowhere. It's nothing but a virtue signal, a desperate ploy for attention. Credit to Bethany Hamilton for having the courage to speak out against this bullshit. It's going to take women to stop these people from invading and destroying women's sports. Us men can only do so much. If these women in the World Surf League came together and refused to compete, there would be no league to compete in. Unfortunately, I think that's what it's going to take to put an end to this stupidity. But let me know your thoughts. Bethany Hamilton refuses to compete in surfing if transgender athletes are allowed to compete against her. Is that what it's going to take to put an end to men invading women's sports? You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.